Marie and Tina with this Bitches Reality. Good morning. This will be Hello. posted in the morning. So, cheers. I hope you're not drinking at 7 a.m. on your way to work on a Thursday morning, but it's not the time that we're recording this. I'm so not we are. On that. <laughs> one bit. Not one bit. So today we're going to um, talk about no is not a bad word and setting your boundaries. So I'm going to start with a definition of personal boundaries, <clears throat> which are physical, emotional, and mental limits we establish to protect ourselves from being manipulated, used, or violated by others. They allow us to separate who we are and what we think and feel from the thoughts and feelings of others. So this has been something that I didn't even really start learning about until I really met Jody. I feel like this wasn't, uh, I was always a people pleaser. I always wanted to make everybody happy and that's what made me happy. I felt like was making other people happy. Um, and then when Jody and I started getting closer, uh, a closer relationship, she would place boundaries on me and she would say like, no, I'm not going to go out and party with you or no, I'm not going to stay out till two o'clock in the morning or even more simple boundaries where it was like, I'm not your babysitter. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not watching your kids. And I would be like, oh, okay. Well, why do I say yes to everybody? And you're my best friend and you're telling me no. And then as time went on, you know, I would babysit for people, friends, family, and One, like a couple hours would turn into two nights. Yeah, two nights, not enough clothes, not enough food, not enough diapers. Um, and it this was like multiple times of this happening. And I'm, I think this was when it very first started hitting me like it's okay to set boundaries because I would talk to Jody and I'd be so upset. And I'd be like, I don't fucking understand. Like, why does this keep happening? And she's like, because you're letting it happen. Like, every time you say yes, you're teaching these people that it's okay to take advantage of you. And so I want you guys to start thinking about, do you have boundaries in place with your friends, your family, your significant others, um, and do they respect those boundaries that you have in place? And as we go more into this topic, I want you to remember, like, if this is the first time you're thinking like, oh, maybe I need to start setting boundaries, I want you to remember that um, it's not easy. That's definitely not easy, but a lack of boundaries equals a lack of respect. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying, like, when I first talked about it, like, no, I don't want to babysit. I love Tina's girls, and I probably watch them and have them over at my house when she doesn't ask. Or yeah. when I probably have them over more than any anybody other. else. Yeah, anyone else. Anybody else. I love them to pieces. So yeah. it's not, I'm not saying, like, I'm always no, a no man. But yeah. I'm just not a yes man. Or right. woman. I'm a woman. Yeah. Motherfucking I'm woman! woman. <laughs> exactly. No, and this isn't saying, like, she said no every time. It just was like, you know, we lived here. We, uh, you know, if I went out or something, she was always the first one to offer. If she wanted to do it, half the time she would offer to take the girls without me even asking. I may not even have had plans or something going on. She would just say, hey, you want the girls to stay the night tonight? Do you want to go out? You want to go do something? They're more than welcome to stay. Um, but there might have been a couple times where, you know, she may have done that a couple times during the week. And then I wanted to go out that weekend. And she was like, no, 
like, I want to sleep in or yeah, and I don't want to entertain. And I think that that's one big thing too is like no is a full sentence. Like you don't have to feel like you're obligated to give an ex- explanation. Like uh, it doesn't matter if you just don't want to. Like it it doesn't matter. You don't have to come up with this crazy explanation. How many times have we sat there in our beds and somebody is like, "I'm so excited to see you tonight and you made these plans and they've been for like 2 weeks and now you're laying in bed and you're just not feeling it." And you're just like, "How can I get out of this? Like what do I text message this person or call this person and tell them so that way I can get out of this?" No is a full sentence. I don't have to have an explanation. I don't have to come up with some crazy, off-the-wall bullshit story to get feel like you're being validated enough to get out of it. Right. And that's not saying um, I haven't done things that I don't want to do, and then it ended up being really fun. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of parts and pieces to take into account for that, you know? Yeah. I mean, you could just be having a... A dumpy day where you're just like, you know, I don't like anything I put on. Yeah. Your friends don't care what you wear. Your friends just want to be, like, if they're your true friends, they just want you there. So sometimes you do say yes when you don't feel it because you feel obligated or whatever. You're down on yourself. So then you end up going and you have a great time. So we're not trying to imply, like... We're not trying to be, like you said, no men. Like, we're not... Women! We're not not trying to say, like, just fucking tell everybody no, and I hope you have friends at the end of it. Like... (laughs) You better get yourself some dogs. (laughs) Like, we all have to compromise and do things that we may not want to always do. And like Jody said, sometimes those things, thank you, end up being really fun, and you're glad that you did them. But... If you want to go to dinner, if your friends are all getting together and you want to go to dinner and everybody's going to go out afterwards, um, it's okay to say, hey, I'll go to dinner with you, but I'm going to bounce afterwards. Like, I'm going to go home. I'm going to do my own thing. And I think that's one huge thing, too, is like Jody and I are in very different places in our lives where um, I do want to stay out till 3 o'clock in the morning or watch the sun come up. And she wants to come home to her husband and go the fuck to sleep because she likes her bed. My bed is empty, so I don't want to go home to my bed. <laughs> Sometimes I want to come home to my dogs. Let's be fucking real. Yeah, right. Dude, I think that's the first time we said fuck. No. No, I think we said Damn, it early. If we didn't, if that was the first time we said fuck, we are not fucking doing this right. <laughs> I'm gonna say it in every fucking sentence yeah. now until this is fucking over. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> so, uh, with that being said, I yeah. want you guys to think of um, the people that you feel like might be taking advantage of you. And sometimes people are not doing it on purpose. Sometimes they know that you're somebody they can count on. So you have just become that person that they're always depending on, which is not a bad thing. It's okay to be somebody that they can depend on, but you have to choose what's better for yourself too. Be somebody they can depend on in in a way where you're also protecting yourself. Um, But do these people, have you told them no before? And do they get upset? And um, are they annoyed with you or shun you or not text you back in order to quote-unquote fucking punish you? Do you feel like you have to give them a long explanation to validate the reason you said no? Otherwise, they're going to get upset. 
I want you guys to be aware that these are toxic people. Like, these people don't have your best interests in mind. They don't care about your time. They just care about the ways that they can use you. Um, And one thing I was thinking about this morning was when Weslyn, we were driving to school, and uh, Weslyn wanted, I don't know, she wanted to listen to a song on the car speaker and I usually let them but this morning I was just not feeling it I was feeling my own music I was driving to work I was driving to her to school and I didn't want to fucking listen to baby shark like I'm done listening to baby shark for a moment I wanted to listen to my song and I said no I was not turning her song on and she like had this whole temper tantrum and I was like you know what You remind me of some adults that never grew out of the two-year-old temper tantrum phase when you're told fucking no. Like, no is no. Quit fucking losing your shit when somebody tells you no. Tina's talking more on this because, like, we've already talked about, um, we are 14 years apart, roughly, and I learned no probably when I was 35, so she, it's more fresh in her memory right now where I've been doing it for so long because I was spreading myself too thin, like working full time, doing everything, cleaning the house, picking up the kids, um, cooking dinner, doing grocery shopping. I would literally, I worked like 60 hours a week and on my lunch break, I would go grocery shopping, come home, put the groceries away just so that the house was clean when my ex-husband got home or I didn't have to deal with that when I got off work after working all day. And it's like... No, you know, I'm done with that. I'm done. Yeah, or like, and then you have weekends and you have family or your mom or your sister that wanted to hang out with you or can you watch your niece and nephew or can you do this and can you do that? And it's like, fuck, I just want to fucking sleep. Like, I need some me time. Yeah, I just want to lay in my jammies and watch TikTok. I'm a addicted to TikTok this week. It is ridiculous, but people out there are fucking hilarious. I just, I wish we had like a TikTok convention where you could just go meet all of these fucking hilarious people. Can we put that out there? If there anyone who's in charge of TikTok who might listen to our little, (laughs) you know, Nevada podcast, can we set up a meet and greet? Yeah. That's a great idea. That is a great fucking idea. Um... Yeah, and like Jody said, this is something that she's been doing for a long time, but this was something that she really taught me so much about her and one of my other friends, and I feel like I learned it better from her because she, I don't know if it was because she was better at explaining it or because I was better at understanding with her that she was in this place, but one of my other friends used to set boundaries with me. And I used to get my feelings hurt, and I used to be so upset, and I used to be like, you don't want to hang out with me? Like, you don't want to do this? You don't, you know, you never want to do this? You never want to go with me to do these things? And then once she started teaching me about boundaries, I was like, oh, that's what's going on. This person has set boundaries with me because, you know, no is not a bad word. And I have to respect those boundaries. Um, And now our relationships, I mean, every person in our tribe's relationships are so much better because we can say no or come up with a different idea. I mean, even last week, we didn't want to go to our normal bar because there's a couple bartenders there that fuck us on our fucking bill. If we're gambling, they charge us too much fucking money. And I hope one of those fucking bitches ends up listening to this. I don't know how it's going to happen, but... 
they're sweet. I love them. But I just don't understand why they charge us for drinks. And then there's like two other bartenders that don't fucking charge us. I'm just saying this is all Tina. <laughs> this is all Tina. <laughs> I'm not fucking peeping mouth shut. Anyways, I we wanted to go to our regular bar last week. Um, but those girls were working, the ones that charge us. And I really didn't want to pay for all those drinks. And, and gamble, too. Um, so I threw out the idea of going to Bullies. And Jody, I could just tell, was just, like, not feeling it. Like, she was just like, I really wish they weren't bartending. Tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, well, do you want to go to... Yeah, which one? And I'm like, let's go to this one. And she's like, well, I really wish we could go. And I'm like... All right, let's just go. Like, fuck it, whatever. It is what it is. But, I mean, you really figure out with your friends, you know, what works and what doesn't work. And, you know, whatever. You have to compromise. You give and take. Like, it is, it's not all about you. It's, you know, you have to find a happy fucking medium, too. Um, But on that, you know, when you start taking care of yourself and your space, I feel like it becomes addicting. Like, it does. I love my time. Yeah. I, I think when I very first started doing this, it was really hard. And I remember calling Jody like, the first time I said no to somebody. And I was like, oh, my God. And I would text her first, and I'd be like, oh, my God, so-and-so is calling me. And okay. she would be like, mm, they want you to babysit. And I'd be like, no, don't say that, don't say that. And she's like, it's fine, you're going to do it. And that probably went on for a good couple months where I would. I would yeah, I would give in. I would house sit or I would babysit or, you know, I would do these things. And I'm like, fuck, why can't I be strong enough to say no? Like, And I would get so irritated for her because – Tina's a single mom with two kids with no support, like emotional, like from the fathers. Like she gets nothing. She doesn't get any help. With no financial. Like, yeah. And <clears throat> the people who are asking, they have significant others. They had one kid or they had a, 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 spouse. a spouse. And I'm just like, what? And other kids. And, you know, that they could ask for help. But it's crazy because I feel like sometimes these people think that because I don't have a spouse that I have all this free time and I'm like I actually have less free time than people that have a significant other that's hopefully helping you women and men take care of the things around the house Um, but it took me a long time like I had to hype myself up like it was probably a couple months of me saying I'm not gonna say yes and then me end up saying fucking yes and then finally I remember the first time I text Jody and I was like oh so and so just hit me up and she's like oh you're babysitting tonight and I'm like then I'd call her and be like oh my god I fucking did it I said no I said I was busy and guess what happened that one time that I said no they've never asked me to babysit again since then and they never forgave her and yeah and I was and the bad actually, guy. they did. They did ask they me again? They did. And you did it. Okay. Um, I don't recall. So, when you canceled, it was the trip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And God. then, you hadn't even, like, mended fences after, yes. like, everything. And then you're out at breakfast. I don't know. I feel like mm, it was. Mm-hmm, you had family in mm-hmm, town. Mm-hmm. And they had some emergency. Yes. And dropped the kid off at the restaurant. And it was an emergency, so I did feel like under those it circumstances. It was a life or death emergency. Okay? I don't <laughs> consider a fucking flat tire an emergency for a grown-ass adult. 
<laughs> well, either way, it, t- it took a long time. And, I mean, on the other hand, with and that. And that, by the way, was one of the times where it was supposed to be, like, four or six hours and turned into an overnight and not yeah. till the next day. Yeah. And I think that was the last straw. That I was, like, that was. I said no the one time. And then their feelings got hurt and didn't talk to me and then dropped the bomb on me that there was a fucking emergency and needed me to watch him. And I was okay with it. And then it ended up being taken advantage of again. And then it came back where I'm not doing this again. Like, I tried to put myself out there again and you guys went right back to what you were doing before. You didn't think about it at all. Nothing. So after that, it was no and never happened again. Um, And then up until recently, it was house sitting and it was like a house on the other side of town. And, uh, you know, I have two kids I have to pick up. And a week-long house sit, it's like I have to go take care of everything at this house. I'm staying the night at this house. I've got to go to work. I have to take two kids to two different schools. And then I have to go to work. It's like a two-hour round trip from in the morning and in the afternoon. And finally, I was just like, no, I can't. I can't do this anymore. Like, I don't have the time to do this. It's exhausting. It's too much for me. It's like almost like... You're on vacation, but you're not on vacation. You're, you're not, not in your you, house. You actually lose that week of your life. Yeah, you're not in your house. So you don't have your shower. You don't have your things. You, you have to keep going to your house. You have to keep dropping the kids off. And you have to go to work, but you're staying somewhere else. So it's like, it's just, it's too much. It's exhausting. So one major thing I want everybody to think of too um, is when somebody says, hey, can you do this for me? Or... Do you want to do this? If it's not a fuck yes, then it's a fuck no. If you're sitting there thinking to yourself in your head, oh man, I don't know if I want to do this, then it's a no. It's a no. Like, what are you sitting there trying to convince yourself for? If you're not pumped on it, if you're not excited to do it, then it's okay to just say no and just take care of yourself and it's okay. It's okay to take care of yourself. This is, and like Jody said, like she's been doing this for so long. So it's a big topic for me because I've been only implementing this for what? Probably not even a year. I'd say a year. Maybe a year. Yeah. Basically, you're setting boundaries to take care of yourself. At the end of the day, I mean, we rely on our spouses and our friends, but you are responsible for you. Mm-hmm. No one else can make you happy. They can do nice things for you. You know, that brighten your day and put a smile on your face. But if you're not happy on the inside, then no amount of niceness or generosities or kind um, things can make you happy. You have to be happy with yourself yeah, and with your choices. Like, I don't know. I just, you just have to be happy. And we all beat ourselves up about silly stuff. But if you do things that make you happy, you're going to wake up like... No regrets. Yeah, and and the people that respect you um, will respect those boundaries as well. And I have way too many friends um, who I watch with their closer friends than we are who are people pleasers as well. And I understand I'm a people pleaser too. And I still catch myself every once in a while putting myself in a position or a situation where, you know, I probably should have said no or I probably wanted to say no, but I didn't. And like I said, it takes work. But I watch people 
my friends and they vent to me like, fuck, I didn't want to fucking go out this week and I knew it was going to turn into a fight. You know, every time we drink too much, we end up fucking arguing or I get home too late and my husband's pissed off or I get a fucking hangover the next day and I feel like a piece of shit because I can't take care of my kids. But if I say no to this person, then they're pissed off at me and they won't fucking talk to me or they think that I'm being a piece of shit friend. And it's like your friends will not think you're a piece of shit because A, you don't want to stay out till 3 a.m. because your husband gets upset. B, you don't want a fucking hangover the next day. And C, you have to take care of your kid on your fucking day off and not be a piece of shit laid up in fucking bed. Like your true friends will not think negatively of you if you decide to stay fucking home because you can't handle going out all night and you don't want to fight like uh, people that are really in your life for your best benefit understand when you say no and it's okay it is okay and I want to touch back on Tina talking about being a people pleaser people pleaser is different you're you're doing things and saying yes to please other people Mm -hmm. but I really enjoy doing nice things for people and it's not because I want to please them it's because it makes me happy like I go out of my way to do nice things um I have a friend and you know we used to hang out all the time and then our lives just kind of took different paths but um her husband was sick and we probably meet up like once a month and I think her husband we think he had COVID but he never went and got tested but I'm like here I'm gonna bring you some stuff And I don't give her an option. I'm like, I'm just throwing it on the door. You know, this is what I want to do. And I don't want people to feel like, oh, no, I don't want you to go out of your way. Like, it's such a good feeling to put a smile on someone else's face. Or make somebody It's your decision. It's your choice. It's not someone going, oh, my gosh, can you please go to the post office for me? And can you do this? And can you do that? It's like, uh... I have a life. Yeah, I have things that I'm doing. And yeah, I was thinking about that earlier when we were talking too. Jody is one of the nicest people, probably the most selfless person and nicest person I've ever met in my life. I mean, last night, um, and mind you guys, we're like four weeks out on this podcast. So when you guys listen to this, it's not being filmed or recorded in real time. This is like four weeks out. So uh, last night I had a, I had a rough day yesterday. And she showed up, and I'm sure if you're following our Instagram, you saw the video, but she showed up on my doorstep, text messaged me like, knock, knock, bitch, open your garage. She brought my best man, Jameson. And, and his brother, Tito. <laughs> yes. And uh, their sister, Fresca. <laughs> yes. and um and came by and she only had like an hour to hang out but she came by because she knew I had a fucking rough day and a rough night and brought those to me and we sat there and gossiped and bullshitted and laughed our asses off and then she went home and that was something out of the kindness of her own heart that she did I didn't text message her I mean she texted me and said do you have Jameson I left you left it at my house (laughs) And I said, no, but I'll be fine. And I was cleaning the house and I was hanging out with the girls. And then all of a sudden it was like, ding dong, like I'm well, here. Well, I was trying to get invited over for dinner because <laughs> I didn't want to make dinner. And my son 
wasn't going to make me dinner or go get me anything. He just wanted to hand me fruit snacks. And I was like, girl, I'm I'm a big girl. I can't live off of fruit snacks alone. So, but then this bitch was making grilled cheese and tomato soup. No. Yeah, she said, ew. And I was like, well, bitch, I don't know what the fuck you want. Okay, so she brought her own little meal. I can't even remember the name of it. The healthy choice or whatever and she ate her little pasta meal and whatever we had a drink and we laughed for an hour and that's the difference between like finding your tribe finding the people that are there for you doing the things that you want to do because you want to do them not because you're asked to do them it's okay to say yes when it feels good in your heart to say yes and on that note I just want to say Change isn't supposed to be easy. It's supposed to rip up your roots and plant you in new soil where you can thrive. So just remember that setting boundaries and going through these life changes is not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. It's full of heartbreak. The people that you thought loved you and respected you more than anybody on the planet, when you start setting boundaries, those people can sometimes be the people that are toxic and taking advantage of you and the people that you unfortunately have to weed out of your life. And that hurts. It sucks. It's not fucking easy. It's not. And um, life is a journey. I know that's cliche, but we're... We are all capable of change. We are all capable of growing up. So it's not to say that this person is out of your life forever. It just is maybe a period, maybe a time, maybe a point in their life where they're not comfortable telling you about some struggles that they're going with or going through. <clears throat> and maybe you'll reconnect. Yeah. You never know that. You might sit down and have a brunch or something with them and, and talk to them and say, hey, this is the reason why. Our uh, friendship or our relationship did not last or work. And they may not even realize that until you have that conversation with them. They could be too wrapped up in whatever crap they're going with. I mean, when you have kids, spouses, family, I mean, there's so much. Work, everything. There's just so much. There's so many opportunity for negative and drama. And as we grow up and learn and through experiences then we're all going to be better people and better friends and better spouses and better parents and just better. Yeah, better people. Uh, And I think that's why we want to, like, get out here and, like, talk to you guys about this and normalize it. Because we have fucked up. We've been Yes, we have been the fucking assholes, you know. I've been the fucking assholes, and we're learning just like you guys are learning. And if we can help you guys through these steps, too, where you are taking care of yourself And, you know, taking care of the people that are also taking care of you. It's not a one-way street. It can't be a revolving fucking door. Close the fucking door if it's just going in circles. Close it, lock it, deadbolt it, pretend like you live in New York. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) There's rats outside that door. You don't want anything to do with those sewer rats. rats. (laughs) All right, you guys. Well, thank you for hanging out with us again and letting us steal another 25 minutes of your fucking time. Bitch. Peace out. Cheers. Bye.